Oh, hi. <laughs> Come on in. It's me. It's time for the podcast. Come oh, on in. my leg's asleep. <laughs> Wake it up, or it'll be up all night. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode 103. We made it to 103. It's not really a milestone, but we made it anyway. (laughs) And we are sitting here in the lovely recording studio of Quiz Fix headquarters on beautiful uh, Lake Union, right? I got it right this time. Yeah. Bad at geography, What'd everybody. What did you say last time? I think I said, I've called it Lake Washington oh. a number of times. It's like, that's it's over there pointing yeah. towards the kitchen. It's a much smaller lake, too. Yes, it's a much smaller lake. I think a much nicer lake, though, because you get the fireworks and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's coming up soon. I swear there hasn't been a plane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to leave this plane in. Every time yeah. we start recording, there's immediately a plane. Yeah. Yeah, we attract it somehow. They're, they're, they they want It's like the radio waves. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said that so gingerly. It's like the radio waves. Because <laughs> I know that there aren't any. <laughs> oh, so uh, this is, we're recording this on Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to everybody. Happy Mother's Day to I, all those mothers. I got to talk to my mama just a little while ago. She's doing well. Thanks for asking. How's your mama? <laughs> Sounded a little <laughs> like uh, I should have asked. I'm no, sorry. no, no! You shouldn't have asked at all. Why do you care, Mother about Paul? I apologize, Mother Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she listens to this, but I think she's getting closer to understanding what a podcast is. Oh, so maybe someday. one day she will. I'll get like a call in like two years, going, "Why did she call me Mother Paul?" <laughs> it's like, what? Are you, what episode are you talking about? That might. Be a good band name. Mother Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll start that. Uh, My mom's good. Good. She's getting ready to come out here. Oh, right. For the first time. Yeah. For a horrible reason. But... <laughs> so I wanted to ask, I, I should have asked you off microphone, but I want, I'll ask you now on microphone, do you want to divulge? Yeah, okay. I think so. Okay. Because I want everybody to know why there might not be some episodes. Sure. Sure. We're banking a couple of episodes here and there, but uh, we may be kind of spotty for a couple of weeks. So I have to have surgery and I'm going to be out for a while. And it's for cancer treatment and it's happening and it sucks. But, you know, yeah. hopefully. This is all I need, and I won't need any radiation or any more treatment right. after this, except just, you know, checkups and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I'm really hoping for. It's like, this is it. I have one horrible surgery, and then it's over forever. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody else hopes for, too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. what everybody's pulling for. So my mom's going to come out, and she's never been here before. 
she was like, I was really hoping, like, you know, yeah. my first yeah. visit would be for a better A holiday. Reason. Come out for, a, yeah. But it is nice that she's going to be here. And she's going to come two days before. Mm-hmm. And she's going to get to meet Andy's parents. Nice. And we're going to go out to dinner, like, the first night she's here because then... Uh, I don't know. I have to like not eat for a long time. Yeah, there's all sorts of restrictions yeah. when you when you do stuff like so, that. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm gonna do a spa day before trivia on Tuesday, my last Tuesday. Okay. So I'm really excited about that. That is amazing. I'm just gonna like luxuriate spa, and then <laughs> I'm gonna you know get cut open <laughs> it's gonna be so yeah. horrible uh, well it's it's gonna it'll, it'll all be good it'll all be good uh, everybody i just hope that i am so amazingly drugged up that i don't remember any of the horrible parts that is that is the key when i had my surgery oh geez now about 10 years ago uh, on my lungs uh I was on this very heavy medication when I went home. So bad was this medication uh, that I had to build an Excel spreadsheet to remember, to remember when, when I was taking it. it. Yeah. Because otherwise I would take it, I, w- I would write down the, the time, and then I would take it, and then like within 30 minutes I would forget whether or not I had taken it. <laughs> I feel like forgetting whether you're taking it or not is a good sign that you did take it. It is, a, yeah. <laughs> but I would have those moments of like, what, did I? And when? <laughs> so that was, it, it was, yeah. Well, look, everybody, you know, we, uh, for those of you uh, in the Seattle-Tacoma area that plays our, oh, our my games. My mom's messaging me right oh, now. Oh, let's talk about, let's see what mom says. Crystal said, that's my sister. Hi, Crystal. She can take me to the airport and pick me up, so that is great. I won't need to worry about that. I miss you today, but it won't be long till I see you. O-X-O and a heart. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) Mama Monica. (laughs) Mama Monica. (laughs) Well, as I was about to say, is that we've had uh, some tip jars out at our quizzes. I've, obviously, she's going to be uh, out of uh, hosting for a little while. We're going to have a sub for her uh, at Fitzgerald's. But uh, you'll see a tip jar out at most of our places. Uh, if you can throw a buck or two in, uh, that's really appreciated. Obviously, we're uh, we're not a, a massive corporation. We... Uh, as I said, I think on Thursday we are hundred heirs. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not rich. Literally, yeah, I am. So, so anything that can help is uh, is greatly appreciated. And there is a donate button on the front of our website, quizfix.net. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy Monica's lovely voice and uh, just loveliness, even if all you around, hate me, you yeah. can still oh yeah give me money. If you oh want yeah, to. yeah. If you want to send a hate buck. <laughs> We'll take a hate buck. <laughs> this buck is for how much you're terrible. It's like uh, Elvis's manager selling yeah. the I hate Elvis. Yeah, shirts. yeah. You know, you can make a pro- make a protest uh, vote, but vote with a little bit of cash. We really do appreciate that. So I appreciate that so much. Everybody's out there pulling for you. I've talked to people this this past week at the quizzes, and people were very giving and. 
They were so thing. giving. Yeah. I have a plastic bag of money yeah. sitting next to me. I can't believe it. Oh, you want to hear? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that sounds like money. L- listen to all that money. Yeah. Yeah, I this feel... whole this whole cancer scam's working really well. <laughs> I mean, boy, it's Why terrible. Why didn't we do this earlier? <laughs> Welcome to the Cancer Scam Podcast. We'll teach you how to also make a cancer scan. <laughs> what sucks is that people actually do that. <laughs> and that really does suck. Because yes. then people like kind of like wrinkle their nose and go, well, I don't know if this is real. It's like, no. This you can is... look at my medical charts if you want to. Yeah, the medical charts are up on Instagram. So take a look. <laughs> no, they're not. Nothing's on Instagram. We never post anything except for winning photos of teams and occasional a cat photo. Like this cat. Like this cat. Hi, I'm Moida. See, this is the (laughs) thing that you're going to love is you've got video games Mm -hmm. and you've got two lovey cats. You know, I've been like, like sit on me. Like, get it out of your system now oh, because you're right. not going to be able to sit oh, on me. Right. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> they're not going to understand that at all. They oh, will. No. Like, as soon as they get to, like, where they act like they're going to step on me, I'll scream at them. Yeah. And then they'll be afraid. Uh, well, so that's all that. And thanks to everybody who's donated and everybody who will donate. You guys are the best. And uh, as I said on microphone... On Thursday, after a very generous donations from everybody, it's like it's really nice to see. It's a great group of people that come out to quizzes and yeah. and very supportive. And you guys are pretty awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, and we're rewarding you now with a tournament coming up. The tournament is not that far away. I'm gonna miss the beginning of it. Yeah, but, but you're I'll gonna, be there for the end. You're gonna ride in on a horse at the very end and <laughs> take it home. So yeah, June third. That'll be the first day of the tournament. I've tentatively called it the summer camp tournament. I, I like think, it. All right. Well, then then it is official. It is the summer camp tournament. Go to the website quizfix.net. Uh, There'll be a page up there fairly, fairly soon with all the info you need. If you are a new team and haven't played the tournament before. Oh, you gotta play. Oh, you gotta, you gotta do you it. Gotta. You gotta, just give it a shot. Why not? What do you got to lose? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, cost you nothing. Uh, all right, everybody, that's it for the podcast. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I just sort of rolled right into the ending. That's almost the whole podcast that we've been talking for <laughs> that's, so long. That is true. But uh, uh, well, then let's get to some trivia. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Now it is time, finally, for the lightning round. Yay. And uh, if you're confused of why she said finally, <laughs> in a few weeks you might you might get a glimpse into why. Uh, all right. This is the point in our podcast where Monica and I ask each other five questions on two different subjects, and then we get them all right every single time. It never changes, especially if you're the first-time listener, then we're always right. So if we're not right today, it's really weird. Mm. You're listening to a very special episode. Uh, what is your subject for me this week? Flowers. Oh, flowers. For Mother's Day. Oh, that's very nice. 
I didn't have a Mother's Day themed one for you. So I did fan bases. So like what they're called. Yeah, what they're called okay. or, uh, or 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 variations on those. Okay, I understand that. Yeah, or just fans in general. That might sounds be, so. fun. Okay, do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go first. All right, she's going to ask first. Here we go with today's lightning round. The first question is true or false. Sweet. The corpse flower. Have you ever heard of that? I have. Smells like death is why it's called that. Is also the world's largest flower bloom. Ooh. I'm going to say true. So it's not. It's false. Uh, Okay. And the reason... So I read that it was the world's largest flower, and then I was like, I'm going to double check this source. Mm -hmm. And it was wrong. I read that technically it's not even a single flower, but it's a cluster of many tiny flowers. The largest flower is the Rafflesia arnaldi, Mm. which is... You might have seen it. It's in the rainforest of Indonesia, and it's like this big giant red looking flower. Oh, I've seen pictures of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it actually attaches itself to a host plant, like sucks all of its water and nutrients away from it, and then blooms in this giant flower that smells like rotting meat. Another rotting meat yeah, flower. Yeah. To attract bugs or something. Wow. Like, mmm, wow. have you smelled that rotting <laughs> meat? We gotta go find out what that is. <laughs> oh no, a flower's eating yeah. meat. You know what? This flower is flipping huge. <laughs> I'm dying. And that's all that goes. <laughs> I love the little sketch the little sketch of how the fly I love this. <laughs> I just came up with that right now. Alright, here is your first question, and it's multiple choice. Okay. AFOLs. AFOLs are adult fans of what? A. Legos. B. Demi Lovato. C. The Lion King. I'm going to go with Legos. Ring yourself up. Well done. Yeah. Oh, my battery's done. Uh Right in the middle of the ding. (laughs) Yes, uh, uh, that's what. Human adults call themselves if they are. Uh, Human adults. If they are, uh, so what do are dog adults call themselves? <laughs> Rolf. You know, I love Legos. Do you? But they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was like, I remember kids in school who had like the big giant like pirate ship set. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's so amazing. And now as an adult, I'm like, how the F did that kid have all three pirate sets of Legos? His parents must have been loaded. Yeah, yeah. Or fighting for his love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That was it. <laughs> they were either loaded or divorced. Or <laughs> both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Sorry for all you uh, kids of rich divorced parents. But, I'm not. But, yeah, but but let us play with your My Legos. parents were divorced and not rich, but yeah. they also didn't fight over us. But you didn't get any Legos out of the deal either. No, I did not have any giant Lego she's sets. still a little bitter over there, Mama Monica. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm not <laughs> bitter. But I thought, like, I want to buy myself. Like, they have those, like, architectural Legos. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't know, like build the uh, Statue of Liberty or something out of Legos. I wonder if this is why they have the AFLs or the AFLs, maybe, is because of now you're an adult, you got a job. Yeah, but I still don't still... have enough money to <laughs> well, buy these things. Not you and I, <laughs> who are, you know, broke all the time, but. Uh, but, you know, people who have, like... Well, now I got this bag of money and oh, all going to Legos, That'll baby. get you a half set of uh, <laughs> some, like, lost in space. Come on, <laughs> man. I really need more Legos. I'm hurting. I'm hurting, man. I'm jonesing for some Legos. <laughs> all right. Question number two. Almost 60% of fresh-cut flowers grown in the U.S., Come from what state? Hmm. Oh boy, California. Ding ding. Oh ding, good. Ding. You got it. Well, they're a big state, and I'm assuming that things grow well there. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number two for you: If I'm sitting in a stadium section called the Dog Pound, what NFL team am I watching? Is it the Browns? It is the Cleveland Browns. Yes. Well done. I'm not sure what... I mean, I guess some dogs are brown. <laughs> but they, there's guys in there that wear like hard hats and dog masks. Yeah. And, and, then, and then they get on TV every Sunday. Uh-huh. And shaking bones and a, a D and a fence for defense. Uh-huh, that sort yeah. of thing. Number three for you. Yes. What expensive spice comes from a type of crocus flower? Is that vanilla? No. Oh. Buzz. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is saffron. Oh, vanilla comes from an orchid. That's where I I messed up. Hmm. I put an expensive. Well, vanilla is the second most expensive spice. Next to Uh, saffron? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's I why I got those two mixed that. up. Yeah. That's why it's what you see a lot of is extracts right. and not actual vanilla. Question number three for you, and we're going to go into a sport that you might know a little bit more about. What National Hockey League team has the fan tradition of throwing an octopus onto the ice for good luck during the playoffs? Oh, we were just talking about this and we couldn't remember what team it was. And again, I'll take either city or team name. Is it Boston? Oh, it's not Boston, but it is one of the original teams. It is the Detroit Red Wings? They're the ones that started really? that. Yeah, they're the ones that started the whole octopus thing. I didn't think of landlocked. <laughs> well, they are in Lake Michigan. Yeah, but there's no octopus in Lake Michigan. Mm. Octopi. You know when I was octopuses. Octopuses. <laughs> That's their sign. <laughs> What, did you see an octopus in Lake Michigan? No, I never saw one. And and whoever said I did is lying. <laughs> Those should... things are hard to spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can get into little crevices and things. And they're, 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 they're like boneless. Yeah, they can like open a jar from the inside. Oh, I don't, I don't like that at all. Isn't that neat? I mean, if I've gone through all the trouble of jarring an octopus, they I want can that. Get I want out that, of there. I want that octopus to stay put. <laughs> uh, number four. 
what flower bulbs were once more valuable than gold in the 1600s. Were those the tulips? Yeah. Yay! Specifically in Holland, but I didn't want to say that because it would give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, tulip mania. Question number four for you. Uh, the Hunger Games series has a fan base called The Tributes. What teen fantasy series has a fan base called The Initiates? Or The Initiates? Initiates. 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 Sure. Um, is it like another book? Yeah, series? it's another series. But it's also been made into... A movie series. I feel like I know which one it is, but I can't remember what it's called. Does it start with an A? It doesn't. Um, I don't remember. What is it? It is the Divergent yeah, series. That's what. That's the one. That's what you're like, going for. For some reason, like these sort of uh, post-apocalyptic, like dystopian teen things mm-hmm. they always have to be put into these catalogs like you're teens and we're gonna put you into groups right. based on something really dumb right <laughs> right it's like you know that experience you experienced in high school every uh, every week <laughs> let's write a book about it but put it in the future you know why i think they're written like that now is because i don't think kids are much like that as much as they used to be hmm. in high school could be like i don't think there's like the jocks and the nerds anymore hmm. i'm if... sure there is in some places but i from what i have read of actual teenagers it seems like it's not really like that hmm. If you're a teenager out there listening to this, first of all, we're very flattered. Second of all, <laughs> uh, write in and let us know what high school is like because we're They're old and we don't remember. They're probably listening to this ironically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to these two old fuckers talk about <laughs> trivia. They don't need, seem to know shit. Can't get enough of it. Every once in a while, a cat meows. It's fantastic. <laughs> Look at them facing each other. That's weird. Fight. Kiss, they never fight, do kiss, that. Kiss, fight, kiss, fight, kiss. They're like... I want to be closer to mom. And so I am. Because it's Mother's Day. Aw, you're the mom. Think about that. You're the mom now. (laughs) There actually are Mother's Day cards, like from the cat. Of course, of course there are. Of course there are. I didn't get one. (laughs) Murder Puka doesn't care. Is it my turn? It is. It's the last question, and it. Oh no, it's not worth two points. I changed it. It's just one point. All right. The rhododendron Mm -hmm. is the state flower for Washington. Yes. And for what other W state? Hmm. So our choices are Wisconsin, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Arizona. Is Ona. <laughs> I am going to guess uh, West Virginia. Yay! Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bells are ringing for that right answer, everybody. Oh, that's good. 
I like it. All right, last question for you. Question number five. What Beatles song from the album Abbey Road did Paul McCartney write about the Apple Scruffs, the Beatle groupies, that would sometimes force their way into McCartney's home? Oh. I thought it was just called Apple Scruffs. Does it have Apple Scruffs in the title? No. Oh. I know there is there a song called I Apple Scruffs. There, was there a might song be. Called there Apple might Scruffs. be. But this is on uh, this is on Abbey Road. Oh. And it's about uh, groupies that force their way into his home. Oh, is it? Um... Wait, that's not on Abbey Road, is it? She came in through the bathroom window. Ring yourself up. Yay! Well done. For some reason, I thought that was on the White Album. She came in through the bathroom window. I was, we were just, and we said, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and then we called the police. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were just watching the James, Cord- James Corden carpool karaoke with Paul McCartney, mm. which is very, it's really long, but they go through Liverpool and they go to his old house, which has been preserved like a little McCartney shrine. Oh my god! So it's like, so they go in there and they, they like, there's a caretaker there and they go in and he says, this is where we wrote these songs. There's a piano in there. And as they're, and he talks about the groupies that would line up outside and how he would like try to disguise himself to go out and like go to the shop or go to the pub or something. And, uh, but as they're doing this segment, they look out the window and somehow they had gotten wind that he was there and all these people are outside the house. And it's just like the old Beatlemania days where he has to kind of like get out the house. It's really, oh my God. It's a really, it's, it's a good episode of that. That's funny. All right. Let's see how we did here. You got one, you got two, you got three. You got three. Right on. We tied it. Yay. Tied it up. All right, everybody, that is your lightning round. She came out through the bathroom window. Something about a silver spoon. It is now time for the lightning round. Nope. <laughs> Game prep. This is not the lightning round. Why do you always get those? Mixed I don't know. Up. I don't know. I get in my head and I'm I'm, I'm so, I can't You're think so anymore. in your head all the time. I know. Hey, this is that time where we're gonna get you prepped for. Possible subjects you will hear this week in your quizzes. Here we go. May 13th, 1964. Happy birthday, Stephen Tyrone Colbert. Happy birthday. First of all, Tyrone is a boss middle name. I love that. I did not know that was his middle name. I didn't either. After graduating from Northwestern University, go Wildcats. Colbert <laughs> did improv with Second City and acted in TV shows like Strangers with Candy and Exit 57 before becoming a correspondent on The Daily Show and eventually host of his own late night shows The Colbert Report and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. He is the recipient of nine Emmy Awards, two Grammys, and two Peabody's. I love him. I do too. He graduated the year 
that I was a freshman, so we just missed just, each other. We could have been best friends. What the hell? I know. Did I tell you about how I had a Stephen Colbert cutout, a cardboard cutout? No. So I loved, I mean, I loved him on Turns with Candy, of oh, course. God damn and it. then he was great on The Daily Show. And then the Colbert Report came out, and I was like a super fan, watched it, Ugh. like watched the first episode and never missed it. And then uh, he wrote a book. I'm American. I am American, so can you. Sure. <laughs> I have it on audiobook and listen to it. And I went to the mall the morning that it came out and went to the bookstore. And they had like this display with the books and then uh, him like with his arm out nice. and like pointing at the books and smiling. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. And I was like, I was buying the book and I was like, so... What do you guys do with those like display things like when you're done? Yeah. And they're like, we just throw them away. I'm like, here is my phone number. Call me up if, you know, if I can have it. And then like a few weeks later, I get this voicemail like, so you're the first person on this really long list. Oh that wow! Wants this cardboard oh my god! Out of Stephen Colbert. That's amazing. Like, if you come get it today, you can have it. <laughs> and I went straight there, <laughs> and I put him in my passenger seat of my car, and we drove home together. Oh, <laughs> it was really funny. That's I don't amazing. have it anymore, but it, it was very funny to get that. <laughs> Early in his career, Colbert and Steve Carell were linked together. Colbert was Carell's understudy at Second City. Both worked on the Dana Carvey show as writers and performers. They did voices of Ace and Gary, the ambiguously gay duo on SNL, and finally as correspondents on The Daily Show, where they did a parody sketch of a political pundits called Even Steven. My favorite segment oh of my The gosh, Daily Show. Oh my gosh, my favorite. <laughs> Tonight, is it awkward for Steven to interview me? No. Yes. No. Yes! Steve. Steve, I am thrilled to have you on my show. I just hope you're not uncomfortable. Steven, of course I'm comfortable. I'm the one who moved on, grew up, while you hung around tricking perfectly nice people into saying stupid things. <laughs> Steve, I am thrilled for your success. Hell, I'm amazed by it. <laughs> Nobody who knows you saw this coming. And it is a joy to see you in person. When I just see you in your movies, I forget how funny and attractive you are. <laughs> Frankly, I'm excited. Of course you're excited, Stephen. I'm not your normal guest. People have heard of me. May 14th, 1973, NASA launches Skylab into low orbit. Skylab represented a number of firsts for NASA. The first American space station, the first large spacecraft to use gyroscopes to control altitude, and the first to allow occupants to take a shower, a process that took two and a half hours from setup to vacuuming up the water. There's a little tube. Wait, two and a half hours is a long time for a shower? (laughs) How long do you take a shower? (laughs) 
You're like it's like a half a day. I take showers until the water gets too cold. I'm I I love a long hot shower. <laughs> I really like it. It's yeah, great yeah. thinking time. Yeah. This place doesn't well, it doesn't last very long, so I can't take quite as long showers that I used to. The last place I lived at, it was like five minutes. Uh, like it's the worst. good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even wash a toe in five minutes. <laughs> All your toes. Your toes are super dirty. <laughs> by the way, by the way, NASA, everybody. Skylab. Oh, yeah. Back to the Skylab. Skylab. Skylab was damaged on launch. <laughs> almost did the whole thing with that. I wish you would. Skylab was damaged on launch. You don't say. And needed to be boosted to a higher orbit to stay in space. <laughs> this is the cancer talking, guys. <laughs> this is what this is. Well, then cancer <laughs> is fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've had like half a beer. That's going to be our offshoot podcast. Cancer is fun. (laughs) God. It's not kids. No, don't don't experiment with cancer kids. (laughs) The space shuttle program was supposed to be active in time to fix Skylab's problems, but delays to the program meant Skylab became nothing more than large space junk. Gross. In 1979, Skylab fell to Earth, scattering debris in the Indian Ocean and parts of Australia. So, so the stuff didn't fall on anyone. It didn't fall. Apparently, no injuries. Thank goodness. Yeah. When NASA officials visited Western Australia to inspect Skylab's fallen debris, the Shire of Esperance. What is that? It's the town of Esperance, oh. but it's, they call it a shire there because it's Hobbit land. Because they're hobbits. Yeah. Well, not in Australia. Well, apparently. Really? Yeah, this is what they said. Oh. Uh, the Shire of Esperance presented that is not a place. <laughs> presented them with a mock four hundred dollar ticket for littering. In 2009, on the 30th anniversary of Skylab's fall, a California radio DJ raised the money to pay the ticket. Yeah, they just did kind of a funny thing. Oh, here's your ticket for littering. And they all had a good laugh at the Shire of Esperance. (laughs) (laughs) And there was dancing Uh, and rejoicing. Yes, but then Gandalf came in and warned everybody about the... I can't do a a Lord of the Rings riff because I don't know enough about it. There's a Gandalf, he smokes a pipe, and they have big and there's they're dancing that, around it takes five minutes to wash a single toe yeah exactly gotta get that, <laughs> that water heater going so that's skylab everybody hey everybody that was skylab. <laughs> may 15th 1941 new york yankee joe dimaggio goes one for four in a game against the chicago white Sox. this begins a stretch of 56 games in which dimaggio gets at least one hit a record that stands to this day and is considered by baseball historians as unbreakable. The closest any hitter has come to breaking it is Pete Rose in 1978, who hit safely in 44 straight games. For the Reds. For the Reds. Yeah, the Ohio teams play another part in this, as you will see in a moment. The streak ended on July 17th in Cleveland at 56 games. 
which ended up costing DiMaggio some money. Heinz 57 had promised DiMaggio a $10,000 endorsement deal if he got a streak to 57. Now, I think this is... Oh, that's terrible. But I think Heinz 57 missed an opportunity because you get Joe DiMaggio to pose with like the ketchup bottle and say, even I couldn't get the 57. Only only the best get the 57. Oh, yeah. You know, there's you could have riffed on that a little bit. There's no way that... That wouldn't have happened today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they would have been. <laughs> or you know what? They could just say that without even using him or paying him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. May 16th, 2018. Is it Laurel or is it Yanny? First posted by a high school freshman on Instagram five days earlier, the sound clip of the word Laurel as recorded for Vocabulary.com, is uploaded onto YouTube, gets 3 million views, and introduces the term auditory illusion to its audience. In response, Vocabulary.com added the word Yanni to its website and uploaded the Laurel recording as its pronunciation. Do you remember this? I do remember it. I can't remember which one I heard. Well, I'm glad you said that. Are you because gonna play it? yeah, we're gonna we're gonna okay. test this out right now. So um, read this next section, and, and we'll and get then we'll, do it. then we'll okay. do it. In a Twitter poll, fifty three percent of listeners claim they heard Laurel, while forty seven percent heard Yanny. Audiologists suggested that listeners that could hear higher frequencies heard Yanny, while those with less perceptive higher frequencies heard Laurel. Those who heard Laurel also were more likely to hear Yanny if the clip was slowed down. So I, I went through this today because I, I didn't remember this one. Um, you know, I remember the, the, the dress one, where is it, is it a blue dress, is it a gold dress, uh-huh, or whatever yeah. that was. Um, but I don't remember this one. So here is uh, the clip of the regular. This is just regular. Laurel. What do you hear? Yanny. Really? Yeah. I hear Laurel. Really? Over and over again. It's so clearly Yanny. But it's but the funny thing is it isn't. It's Laurel. It's like Yanny. 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 <laughs> well now here is but it is a person they, they, they found the person, it was some opera singer who recorded all of these things for a website and he recorded he never recorded Yanny because Yanny's not a word. Yeah. So he recorded Laurel. But isn't that interesting? So your your higher frequencies might be better than mine, which would make sense. The other thing they said in some of the studies was that older people who lose those higher frequencies over time, mm-hmm. they couldn't hear the distortions there's like distortions in the recordings that i can't hear that you can that make it sound like yanny Mm. so now here is the same recording slowed down and now i hear yanny in this yanny 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 yeah yeah it sounds like now i don't hear laurel at all i just hear yanny See, that's what it sounds like to me, normal, but just higher pitch. That's crazy. That's great. 
that was like with the green dress, gold dress thing. It's like it took me a long time to like because everybody had different. Was it was like, blue. It was a blue and black dress, right? And it looked like a blue and black dress to me, right? And I was like, I didn't understand why people could possibly see a white and gold dress. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. And yeah, it's so weird how like you think I would look at it. I'm like, it's a blue and black dress. And that motherfucker is saying, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take that motherfucker. Yanny Yanny, is a word apparently. Yeah. Apparently it is. It is now. It's in vocabulary.com. What did they have its definition as? I th- I don't know, but 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 if you go to it, it they have the laurel uh clip for it. So uh yeah. <laughs> weird, 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 weird. That is weird. All right, everybody. That was your game prep. Game prep. Yanny. Game prep. Yanny. Game prep. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. All right, everybody, it's time for the audio round challenge. We've got funnies today. Uh, we got some stand-up comedians, but these are stand-up comedians who turned into actors. So basically all of them. Well, <laughs> so I tried to pick stand-up comedians that sort of don't do stand-up as much anymore and really do more acting than stand-up. Oh, okay. That was kind of my criteria. So there are some that like still kind of balance it out a little bit, but but I was I was going for people that really don't do stand up much anymore or at all. Some of them don't mm. at all anymore. Well, we might have some. We I, we like might that. have some over overlaps, but I don't. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. All right, here we go with your Green audio needle. I mean, <laughs> audio. Audio laurel. <laughs> Eating meat is an instinct. Yeah, and I know what it's about. I don't want to eat the meat because I love the animal. I love the animals. Hey, I love the animals, so I love my dog. He's so cute. My fluffy little dog. He's so cute. There's the problem. We only want to save the cute animals, don't we? Yeah. Why don't we just have animal auditions, line them up one by one, and interview them individually? What are you? I'm, I'm an, an otter. otter. <laughs> and what do you do? I swim around on my back and do cute little human things with my hands. <laughs> You're free to go. <laughs> What are you? I'm a cow. Get on the truck. <laughs> I had that album. I do too. That is Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Well done. He's such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but he because he wrote the song. he wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What was that show he he did? Like kind of his first big show. Well, there was Rescue Me. Rescue Me. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That had I watched moments. like. A season of that, I think. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Yeah. I remember watching it on the treadmill a lot. I must have actually worked out at that time in my life. Ah, <laughs> uh, the treadmill years. <laughs> or or weeks for some of us. Long enough to watch a season of rest. Yeah, yeah. They'll do it. Here is your first one. Salty ice cream. Remember when the ice cream man used to come to town when you was little? 
and no matter what you was doing, you would stop and lose your fucking mind? There's something about the ice cream truck that make kids lose it. And they can hear that shit from 10 blocks away. They don't hear their mother calling them, but they hear that motherfucking ice cream truck. And no matter what was going on, the ice cream man came and stopped. You be getting some marbles and shit, and you hear... Ice cream! Ice cream! The ice cream man is coming! The ice cream man is coming! <laughs> oh my God, I grew up on that that album uh that is eddie murphy ding 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 yeah that was like you had to you had to have that one especially the ice cream one had to be memorized that was like you, know, you had to that was the first you, time i ever heard that oh my god <laughs> i got the ice cream i got the ice cream and you don't got one because your dad's on unemployment <laughs> so mean yeah you can't afford it <laughs> All right, here's your next one. I'm so mad at my mother. I don't know. She's 102 years old. She called me up the other day. She wanted to borrow $10 for some food. I said, hey, I work for a living. So I loan her the money. I have one of my secretaries take it down. And yesterday she calls me up and says she can't pay me back for a while. I said, what is this bullshit, huh? So I worked it out whether I'm having her work on my transmission. Hmm. Oh, a stumper. I don't recognize that voice. He sounds like a lot of people. Yeah. You know? Like a Yanny or a Laurel. More like a Yanny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's kind of got that Jerry Seinfeld sound. Yeah. But I don't think it's Jerry Seinfeld. Because he sounded like he was kind of creative and funny. And Seinfeld is way <laughs> more a stand-up comedian. I mean, still, even. I mean, he's only acted in, like, two things. Yeah. So... Oh, I don't really have a guess. Mm. That is Steve Martin. Uh, Steve Martin, who was at that time with like early seventies, was like the biggest stand-up comedian yeah. in the world. I mean, there's stuff. He's like playing stadiums. He's playing like basketball arenas, and then he just walked away from it. There's a great he he uh, he wrote a book called Born Standing Up, which is a fantastic read, all about that moment when he was the biggest stand-up comic in the world, and he just went away, just stopped doing it. Could it's he very not fascinating. Think of anything else to say? It, yeah, that was a hit. Well, but he wrote a bunch of books after that. He wrote plays. He was you know, and then he is one of those guys that he gave up stand-up altogether and just went to acting, and now is mostly a banjo player. Yeah. In uh, in bluegrass. I mean, it's kind of an amazing thing. Every time he gets to the t- height wow. of his thing. Wouldn't that be so nice to be talented enough to do whatever you wanted? Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, a man. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a chance, go back and listen to the very first Steve Martin comedy album. It's called Let's Get Small. Is that where it's, it's from? Yeah, that's what okay. it's from. It's super funny. 
Wow. I'm so sad I didn't get that. I I've totally forgot that he did stand up. Yeah, he was a wild and crazy guy. Oh. Here is number two. I saw once my cat ate a Valium. So sad, so little kitty ate the Valium. So I'm sitting over in the corner looking at his paws going, Me? Oh shit, I knew how that went. <laughs> oh yeah, meow! <laughs> For sure. You ever come home late at night, turn on your light, your cat's in the cat box going, turn off that damn light. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put the shit everywhere. Yeah, I almost did one uh, one of those for you. That's Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another guy who, I mean, he still kind of did stand up here and there but he was he really transitioned a lot into acting mm-hmm. yeah he did have like one special kind of later in his career yeah or like i think it was for like hbo or something yeah and another funny cat bit in that one which i tried to find but it didn't look very hard because i couldn't find it it was something about how cats are kind of like drag queens <laughs> and then it was like I don't like that I'm gonna throw up on your shoe <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it went here's your next one okay like I said I was drinking by the way you know that you have a drinking problem when the bartender knows your name and you've never been to that bar before <laughs> So I'm there on the Walk of Fame and I stumble across Tony Danza's star. And I urinated on it. Just yelling out, who's the boss now? How does that deserve a bunch of cheers? (laughs) The first joke I thought was very funny. The first joke is great. And then it all went downhill. Yeah. Also, I don't like it when audiences interrupt stand up by clapping at inappropriate moments yeah anyway i'm pretty sure that's that galvanakis you are absolutely right and the well reason done. i knew it was the piano yeah that's his i remember that yeah it's a if you hear the piano and a kind of that sort of voice going that's zach galvanakis but if you hear a guitar it's probably dimitri martin or maybe oh, Stephen, yeah. or Stephen, or if you hear a guitar and it's a guy talking over it, it's Dimitri Martin. If you hear a guitar and it's a guy singing over it, it's probably Stephen Lynch. Yeah. Well, that's a little. If you hear a piano and it's someone singing, it's Bo Burnham. Oh, right. Well, these are good. <laughs> these are good. Some little extra hints for you guys. So this is totally off topic, but sure. I came up with something the other day. I was a little tipsy. And we were talking about how much we hated John Mellencamp. Oh, the Coog. And I said, John Mellencamp is Billy Joel's Billy Joel. (laughs) 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 
and it made a lot of sense yeah, when I said the, it. In the moment, sure. Does it make any sense to you? No. Okay. But, <laughs> but I'm not tipsy. It sounds like something someone high would say, remind, but I wasn't high. Remind me the next time we get together and have drinks. <laughs> and you'll be say, like, I get it You're now. like, oh my God, you're right. That's the reaction I got when I said it. <laughs> so I felt like it was really funny. The reaction you got from? From Andy. Okay. <laughs> the person I was talking to yeah. said, that's, yeah. That Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Interesting. It, I'm going like, to think, the thing about, about that it. is it's going to stick in my head for a while. That, <laughs> it's Billy Joel's Billy Joel. <laughs> hmm. All right. Here, uh, here is no me, me. Here's my next one. Your number three. I'm, I'm a Jewish guy, but I'm not a serious Jew. Obviously, I don't wear the you know protective religious headgear. I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's called the yarmulke, by the way, not a Jew beanie. <laughs> Why do you have to wear shit on your head to prove you're religious? Every religion's got these bizarre wardrobe idiosyncrasies. Look at the Pope. Nice man. But purely in a fashion sense, guy's a hat choice away from being the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> That's funny. We did a Stephen Colbert round, and now we've got a John Stewart clip. Mm-hmm. That is very good. Yeah. All right. Here's your next one. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 podcast is uh, teetering. Teetering. Here we go. Bazooka Joe has a clock in his hand, you know, and Tubby says, "What are you doing, Bazooka Joe?" And he says. I'm throwing a clock out the window. And he says, why? And Bazooka Joe says, I wanted to see time fly. Okay? All right, now wait a minute. Okay, now wait a minute. Tubby says to him, time, Bazooka Joe? It's a rather ethereal subject, isn't it? And Bazooka Joe says, uh, well, it depends on how one views time. I mean, if you see time traveling in a horizontal line to infinity, well, then yes, I guess it is. But outside of that, people see it broken up in segments. And then Tubby comes back with, I think, something pretty clever. Tubby comes back and says, yes, but wasn't it Eugene O'Neill who said, weary am I of the tumult, sick of the matting crowd, longing for far sea places where the soul may think aloud. And then Bazooka Joe looks at him and goes, hey, sorry I f***ing asked, okay? The squeak really ruined that. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day when they used a, a little rubber ducky to <laughs> to to the sense of the we should do that on this podcast. We should, every time we say the word fuck, we should just put a little rubber ducky in. <sighs> Actually what we should do is get Puka to meow once and I'll sample it and then every time we say fuck <laughs> Puka can meow. Puka. Not Puka's right now, they're in another standoff. You just you're just gonna have to let them let them go for now. Well, Puka's behind you on the sitting on the table, maybe. Oh, I see her. <laughs> Come here, meow, meow. Good job, Puka. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. Uh-uh. All right, that is Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton started as a stand-up guy, and I remember seeing his stand-up and that that routine, especially the Bazooka Joe bubblegum routine. I it's a pretty that. good show. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. And that's another guy who just never, he'd like got out of that. I didn't even that. know he did stand yeah. up. Next, uh, number four for you. It took me 16 hours to get here today from New York City. 
have a giant bus because I like to travel that way. We maybe did two miles an hour for hours. I'm menopausal. That's not good. You need to move stuff along. Because I'm sweating, I'm padding, I'm too cold, I got a coat on. Then I start to sweat again. Then I have to go to the bathroom. Then I release a little air, and it's not good. <laughs> that is Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently she still does stand up, and from what I can tell, it's not that great. Oh. <laughs> I love her, yeah. but I'm actually not a big fan of a lot of stand-up. Yeah. I'm really picky about it. Yeah. Who's your favorite top top person? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, because it's probably part of this. All right. <laughs> then let's move on. Here is, this will be your last you one. Ask too many questions. Is this one your last one? Yeah. This is your last one. Here we go. Like, I know as soon as I walked out here, you guys were all like, oh, she's so beautiful. Um, thank you, you guys. It's so nice that you were all thinking that. Um, I mean, I work really hard, but, uh, but no, we do, we judge. I've lived in New York my whole life, but people, all, they always just like assume I'm from the Midwest. I've got that look about me, right? It looks like I've milked something recently, right? <laughs> I know. On the subway, I'm telling you all the time, people are always like, are you lost? I'm like, no. They're like, are you Amish? I'm like, no. I just like wearing this bonnet. Like, why are you? It's my fault I look dope in a bonnet? I don't think so. At first I wanted to say Sarah Silverman, but then when she talked more, I don't think it's her. Yeah. Oh, is it, um... Amy Schumer. It is Amy Yay. Schumer. Yeah. Yes. I liked her show, the way she did the sketches. Oh, very, very funny. Because it like, it like she does a little stand-up in it, and then there's a funny sketch to yeah. like, you know, break it up a little bit. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I felt Chappelle's show was like that too, yeah. where it was mm-hmm. really good. Where exactly. It was like, it's a really give good me, format. Give me a little, give me a little touch of stand-up, and then very and then funny, funny jokes. Clip. Very funny jokes in those sketches. Yeah. All right. Here's your last one. I like to do different voices in my act because my own voice does not command the respect and the attention that I believe I deserve. I go into some fancy shop and say, hi, can I get some help? They'd be like, no, little girl. We're not serving little girls today. (laughs) But you know, if I went in there and was like, Hi, what's your name? Cindy? Cindy, I need to speak with your manager. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. I remember the first time I saw a Maria Bamford clip and was just completely enamored. Just all those voices that would come out of her was just like jaw-dropping. I mean, she's funny in her own voice, and then when she adds the stuff when she's trying to be her mom (laughs) is so, so funny. Uh, have you? Did you see the special that she did just for her parents? Yeah. Oh my god. And I like kind of showed her mom a little bit, and her mom was talking, and I'm like, "Holy <laughs> crap! She really does sound like that." Yeah. 
all those voices that she does is just incredible. So the first time I saw her was her stand-up special on Comedy Central Presents. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, I thought it was so funny, and I loved it. And I was at my boyfriend's house at the time, and, like, all his friends were there. And I'm dying, and, like, they just thought it was, like, not funny at all. And then we broke up. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you don't like Maria Bamford? Out. Get out. <laughs> You have Show no yourself. sense of humor. Show yourself to the door. So is she your favorite? Is that yeah, your favorite? Yeah, she's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. She's one of the only stand-up comedians I can stand up. up. My two favorites are unfortunately no longer with us. Uh, Bill Hicks and Mitch. Uh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to move on as soon as... That can't be a. That can't be a. Is that a plane coming down at the end here? Yeah, it's. Uh, we had one at the beginning of the podcast, and now we have one right? at the end. Just little bookends. And did you hear Murder Faces? Now? I did. Good job, Murder Face. So that's it for the podcast. Before we go, let's talk about where we're hosting this week. I got two more Tuesdays. Yes. This one this week. And then next week at Fitzgerald's in Ballard. And then I am Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle, Tuesdays at the Crown Bar in Tacoma, Wednesdays at the Berliner in Renton, 907 in Renton on Thursdays. And you can go to Wallingford <laughs> Play with Murphy's on Tuesdays and Thursdays with Jeff and Mookie. And you can go to the Black Zia Cantina. It's Imperian. And Kat's the host. She's the most... Go have some toast. <laughs> I don't know if they serve toast there, but it I love. I can't believe we haven't had a song for maybe this we part. maybe we need to make a little uh, schedule song. Ugh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I couldn't possibly do another thing. Uh, so don't forget if you want to donate. Feel that way. I understand. If you want to <laughs> donate some money to the good cause, and you're out there in uh, the world where you can't just put a dollar in a jar, go to the quizfix.net website. Right on the front page, there is a donate button. Donate a little bit of cash if you can. Uh, for all those of you who play our quizzes, there'll be tip jars out there. We're not going to make a big fuss about it. Just you know, throw a couple bucks in. It would really help. And thanks to everybody who's already done that. It's uh, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yeah. And if you have any questions for us, uh, quizfix at gmail.com and keep those reviews coming on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Say something nice about us. It helps people find the program. That's it. That's it. Oh That's my it. gosh, that was a long one. I know. Well, when we started late today, so it's dark out, which is very <laughs> odd for our podcast. Uh, we're not about to go play trivia. I know. I know. We're just have to go and do something else. <laughs> sleep. That's what I'm gonna sleep. Do. <laughs> sleep sounds good. All right, everybody. That's it for the podcast. Thanks a lot for downloading and listening. We will talk at you next week. Bye. Let's go.